everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Fandom of One. I like that name, because if you just uh, pronounce the initials, it's Foo. And that's the and if that's the first thing you hear from me, that's probably where you pressed, like, stop. And we're like, maybe there's better things to listen. Uh, self-deprecating humor. Uh, I am Martin Leon, and I am the... I am going to be here for you guys every week, every Friday. This is one of several podcast projects that I'm working on right now. Uh, because as every single stand-up comedian or entertainer, uh, I am stuck at home, and I am trying to do something while I'm here. And I've had the this idea... For a while now, we're doing something weekly where I discuss media and where I just, you know, unload my thoughts and mind on an unsuspecting public. So, uh, what's the point of this podcast? Uh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, as I said, uh, this is going to be part, we're going to talk about media that I'm watching, um, not only because it's like, it's, this kind of makes me, gives me a reason to not feel bad about the fact that I enjoy watching things. Uh, cause like, there's this thing, you know, when your brain goes like, you're watching something and part of you is going like, I should be doing something productive. Uh, I'm really glad that we kind of went over that hump on social media where people are saying like, you're stuck at home. It's the time for you to grow and develop into the beautiful butterfly that you will be uh, later on when we are finally out of this social distancing cocoon sometime in 2022. Uh, no, my God, let's hope. Oh my God. No, Martin. No, 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 no. Let's, let's hope that it'll be, it won't be that long. I'm pretty sure we'll find a vaccine before that. Things will be fine. Um, Anyway, so let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about the theme du jour. Uh, yes, I'm going to talk a little about it because it's in my mind as it is with everyone. Uh, but, you know, this podcast is not so much about uh, current events as it is me coming and telling you about something I watched. Uh, and then, you know, ideally you will either think, oh my God, that sounds interesting, I'll watch it. Or you'll be like, oh, I watched it too. And then you'll uh, share your opinions with me on social media. So today we're going to be talking about some uh, stuff I've been watching so, uh, as of late. And this is also going to be basically my accountability podcast. Um, I, I plan to make this like around 20 to 30 minutes. It's not about, you know, boring you. It's more about me, as I said, unloading about the stuff I've watched and ideally in the future maybe we'll have like guests and stuff to talk about shit um so i'm gonna unload and as i said this is gonna be my accountability podcast where we say like oh these are the things that i plan to do and then i'll tell you like did i do it didn't i do it uh i kind of started uh, a journal for that also on facebook on a fan page that i wasn't using all oh, right yeah social media you can find me at mint on rl mint on rl is martin leon with all the letters jumbled but it's m-i-n-t-o-n-a-r-e-l mint on rl you can find me on twitter and on instagram and you can find me on facebook as martin leon stand up uh mint on rl is my accountability fan page 
uh, fan page, my Cantalay page. It's a journal where I write, like, these are the things that I need to do today. And I don't update on success, but I, but it kind of, it kind of like makes me think, okay, it, it's out there. I've told this is going to happen. I, I've told people I'm doing this. So ideally I'm going to do it. So, uh, where was I? Okay. So this week, uh, this past couple of weeks, uh, with social distancing and everything, I have watched, uh, several things and I do want to talk about some of them. Uh, I want to talk about Next in Fashion. If you haven't seen Next in Fashion, it is a reality show on Netflix, uh, hosted, uh, by Alexa and Tan France. I forget Alexa's last name. Let me check that real quick because I should not be like, oh my God, who is, uh, this woman? Um, Lovely. The Wikipedia uh, summary stops at Alexa. Tan France and Alexa Chung are the hosts. And if you've seen Project Runway, you know the basics of a fashion reality show. Uh, this, I find... I, I think the production in general is better it's it's more more polished i feel not that project runway isn't polished but i feel this is polished to a better finish i liked all of the contestants most of them um i there's a mexican girl that i think eh. but i i really recommend it and here's the thing people you have to know that i I love competition reality shows like this. Like, I love it when it's a whole season, when it's like 12 people that start, 12 to whatever, and then they have to do uh, a whole bunch of challenges, and every week one goes home, like, oh my god, RuPaul's Drag Race. Very much my stuff. And I don't like so much, uh, you know, like, on the other end of that spectrum, it's those... Uh, um, those Contests are more like it's the it's like short and few challenges like nailed it for example. I love Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer is amazing. If you haven't seen her stand up on Netflix, you should. And if you haven't heard her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me, you should also listen to that once you're done with this. But I don't like nailed it. I don't like first of all because I I like I like when things I like to be like amazed at the end product, right? Like in Project Runway and in Top Chef and in the Great British Baking Show and in Next in Fashion, uh, you see the end product and you're like, oh my God, wow. And they did it in such a short amount of time. You know, like it's amazing. Nailed it. Like I, I, I don't like when they set people up for failure, you know? Um, if you like it, I mean, no judgment, no shade, uh, you do you. Um, but for me, not so much, you know what, but I, but I do like it. For example, Sugar Rush, Sugar Rush, which is another, uh, Netflix show. And it is like episodic and like each episode is like an, about an hour long and it's only like four teams. And it's basically like cupcake wars became this, that I, I'm more, I'm more permissive than that one. I feel, 
because again, they're, they, they're all trying to do their best. And I like it when people try to do their best. And I never want anyone to go home. I'm like, no, unless someone I don't like. Then I'm like, yeah, sure, go home. But in general, like, I'm like, no, why can't everyone win and be friends? Uh, <laughs> and this is why I don't watch sports with friends because everyone's like, rawr, my team. And I'm like, why can't we all be friends? And I don't mean that just because I want uh, sports-themed pornography of everything. Uh, wow. Where did that come from? On that note, uh, Next in Fashion, the other Netflix reality show, competition reality show that I really recommend, especially if you like desserts and baking like I do, it is Zumbo's Just Desserts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my god, great, great, great. I love it. The new season came out this year. It's amazing. You should watch it. They make amazing stuff. Uh, stuff that I am completely in awe of. I, I, I do like baking. I do like cooking. Uh, this year I got myself into several projects. I want to make one baking project a month. I am one month behind right now. In fact, two considering it's April now. Uh, but I will make cookies at some point just to like, do more. I don't have an oven right now. I do have a little toaster oven, but don't, it's weird for baking. Anywho. Um, but I, I did a chocolate tart for friends on January. And then, and then what did I do? Oh my God. That's the only thing I've done this year. Oh my God. And I wrote this. Oh my God. So I'm so behind. Anywho, what are your projects for like, I know things have changed a lot, but I do think that we need to also be thinking, we can't just be like, oh my God, everything is on pause. And for a lot of people, it's not. Like, uh, I feel bad sometimes that I can take time to just be like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? When for some people, it's just, oh my God, run, 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 run. That is what they're doing with their lives. It's... It reminds me of, like, I know that my my dad at one point had to rush to get a new job because we moved. And as we moved, he got uh, laid off. And so he just basically ran out and went for the first job that he could find. And, and he did everything just so that we wouldn't have to worry about anything. And now, like, oh my God, let's not talk about my insecurities regarding uh, the hero that I feel my dad is right now. Oh my God, let's not talk about my parents right now. And I'm, although I'm sure maybe they'll be listening or like family will witness listening and it'll be awkward later. But anyway, hi, mom. Um, so that was Next in Fashion. Uh, it, I truly recommend it. If you like uh, competition reality shows, again, very much my thing. Uh, the other thing I've been watching a lot which has been my comfort watch and again i would like to know what is your comfort watch my comfort watch has been miyazaki movies uh hayao miyazaki for those that don't know he like his i think his most popular movie was spirited away because that was uh nominated for an oscar uh but you know for those of us those of us uh animation nerds um there's so many, but I, I, I had several, uh, holes in that animation nerd curriculum, uh, that I had to fill. And thankfully they have them um, on Netflix now and I was able to fill them. So I finally watched the cat returns and I watched, 
uh, Arietti, I think that's pronounced. And I watched Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, and I love Miyazaki. Miyazaki is a fantastic thing to be watching for when you need to relax, for when you need to just be like, okay, I need to watch this and feel good. Uh, because conflict in Miyazaki movies, it isn't usually this like huge thing. Of course, you have like Nausicaa and Castle in the Sky, which are more traditional, um, uh, kind of hero's journeys on like save the world things. But like Spirited Away and even like stuff like I Feel House Moving Castle, like even if it's like part of a big thing, uh, the conflict tends to be like the main conflict tends to be smaller, tends to be like, uh, something personal and it's just it's just soothing the animation style is soothing the music is soothing uh the voices are soothing i tend to watch the original japanese with subtitles because i am kind of stuck up like that but it's just so soothing and i loved it and i hadn't watched as i said kiki's delivery service and i loved it i think out of the ones i i just watched like arietti i hope i pronounced that right um uh, I don't know. It kind of like left me kind of thinking like, what's next? You know, like these people are live- leaving, like the tiny people are leaving and we don't know what they're going to find. And the, the guy, hashtag spoiler alert, by the way, I guess, um, you know, he's going to do his thing. We don't know if it's going to be okay for him. And, and that's kind of it. And although Kiki's Delivery Service also doesn't have like a, like a definite ending, like, you know, in the end, you know, what, what she needs to get over, she gets over. And, you know, you kind of have, have this thing where like, it's not a, this ending where it's like, and everything was okay. And they lived happily ever after the end, but rather it is like, and this is how her life in this new town started. And there's so many things that could happen from that. And we just get to imagine them. And that's really nice. I think that's, I think that's kind of what, what makes them stick in your mind. Uh, Miyazaki movies, the thing that his characters are so memorable that you're just thinking, Oh my God, what's going to happen to them next? All of them, you know, like Princess Mononoke or, uh, Shihiro or all of them. You're like, Oh my God, what happens next for them? And that's exciting to watch and imagine. And, by the way, I am very much into speculative uh, stuff from my fiction. I love fan fiction. I don't read a lot of Miyazaki fan fiction, to be honest, but I love fan fiction. And if you're into that and you speak Spanish, I am starting a podcast with a friend called Fantastic, and where we talk about fanfic, but that's in Spanish. Uh, the other thing I was watching this week, animation-wise, was this peculiar series uh that premiered on netflix not so long ago it's called b stars uh and it's like be a star b stars um and for those not in the know i'm gonna try not to spoil things because this is more about me you know either you know recommending or not something, but not so much about spoiling. Um, Beastars, uh, it's based on a manga. Uh, it's Japanese animation. It's kind of weird, the animation style. It's kind of like this 3D CGI type thing. And the way they move, it is just this. It is just on the line of 
uncanny valley and you're thinking what do you mean uncanny valley they're they're animals it's a wolf and a rabbit and whatever but they're like they're like anthropomorphized and well was that the right way to pronounce that uh anthropomorphized animals and so they have like human-like bodies but they have like little tails and the little ears and like very like the the faces are very animal-like the bodies are more human-like uh, they kind of respect size differences in the animal kingdom, like bigger animals in the animal kingdom are bigger and smaller animals are, again, smaller. Not so much that, you know, like like the, the size difference between the rabbit and the wolf isn't the same. And then for some reason, wolves are like the, 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 the strongest of them all when it comes to... Um, wild animals but you also have like this tiger and you're thinking well well tigers are the largest predator i think well on land because i'm pretty sure uh in the ocean uh killer whales orcas are uh i don't know people it's weird it's weird it's weird it is kind of like zootopia you remember the disney movie on steroids it's like this like carnivores and herbivores and the conflicts that happen when a society has carnivores and herbivores. Although, while in Zootopia, it was kind of like a given that fish, uh, like carnivores ate fish. Like we have that. Here in Beastars, everyone has a vegetarian diet. Like the carnivores, they eat, they eat egg. And there's a weird thing, because, like, hens, hens are also sentient part of this world, like a sentient part of this world, and they lay eggs, and they sell their eggs for profit, so make it that what you will. Um, so, like, they eat egg, uh, and tofu, and they, you know, like, plant-based protein, uh, I suppose maybe they eat roe and caviar, I don't know, is that, anyway. So, this society works like that. And so carnivores are very much like super repressed and like, of course, an angry carnivore is like, oh, no, my God, run. Um, and that is always like a tough for me. That's a very tough uh, metaphor to have when it comes like because then, of course, you want to like have it want to have like a parallel with humans. And not that the author of this thing is trying to. This is me extrapolating. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like they say like, oh, like with humans, there are those that are prey and those that are predator. And I've always had like an issue with that idea because like, no, we're all human. Like we're all, we're all people and we should all work together. You are seeing a pattern here, right? I am like, no, we should all be friends, but also I'm super antisocial. So I don't know where that whole, you should, we don't, should all, we should, we should all be friends thing comes from because uh, there's a lot of people I don't want to be friends with. But anyway, it's interesting also in Beastars, as far as the story goes, because uh, it's basically about this wolf that begins forming, developing feelings for a rabbit and how that affects everything for him as a carnivore, as a male as you know as someone who has repressed their feelings so much for their entire life and then you have the main female character who happens to be a dwarf rabbit 
and she does bring some like interesting points up about being small and being perceived as helpless. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I feel the message gets kind of muddled and it's weirdly horny. And that's something that runs in the, in the, in like, it's, it's a main theme for, uh, the productions of this company because this same company, this same animation company, I think I, I am now, now that I'm putting this out there, not just telling a friend, I think that this per, this animation company also did, um, the land of the lustrous, which is an anime about precious stones that are sentient. Uh, yeah, I should talk to you guys about it sometime. Um, but yeah, the land of the lustrous, where the main character is phosphorite. And that one, it is also weirdly horny. Like at some point you have like this squid girl and she's, you know, you, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, I've, I've beard too far away from B stars at this point. Um, do I recommend B stars? I don't know. It's an experience to watch. Watch the first episode. And if you like it, just keep on going. For me, it was kind of like my first depression watch when I was like starting social distancing. And I knew I hadn't been told at that point that my job was frozen. Um, but I kind of knew because I'm not stupid and whatever. So I basically um, binge watched it on two days. And I don't know if it, I don't know if it's good or bad, but at least it makes you think. Quote, we live in a society. Unquote. Uh, so yeah, Beastars, Netflix. Yay. The last thing I want to talk about today is Tiger King. And if you, that, I mean, I, I don't know if like people say that if we weren't uh, all stuck at home, not all of us, but a lot of us stuck at home and with Netflix, we wouldn't, maybe this, um, maybe this documentary series wouldn't be as popular as it is. Um, I do think that it hits a lot of things that people like it. It talks about big cats and people like animals. It's a true crime documentary and we love true crime. Um, it has interesting characters and it has a mystery and we love a mystery. So for those that don't know, uh, Tiger King is a documentary series on Netflix about Joe Exotic. It's mainly about Joe Exotic. Uh, Joe Exotic is this guy who, uh, who breeds, uh, large cats, um, and who has a zoo and who's kind of a, kind of a train wreck. It's, I have to say the editing for this documentary, amazing. Cause like you see him in prison, but it's like a long time in the documentary. I'm not spoiling anything, by the way, you start by, by watching, by seeing that he's in prison. Uh, but it's a long time in the documentary until you realize why he's in prison and so it keeps your attention going like, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? And I, so I do find that 
good the editing uh i don't like any of the people in that documentary like you have uh joe exotic who owns his zoo uh you have doc annell who also owns a type of zoo and a cult type thing uh and then you have uh carol baskins who owns a big cat rescue and they're all interesting let's go with interesting I will say this about Tiger King. Um, and this is a hashtag spoiler alert. In case you haven't watched it, skip a couple, couple of minutes. I don't like all of the hatred that Carol Baskins is getting in general in social media. And I, it makes me especially uncomfortable because, like, when I first read about uh, Tiger King, it's like, oh, my God, it's about this gay guy who has two husbands and owns a zoo and whatever. And then when I finally watch the series, I'm, I'm like, these aren't healthy relationships for anyone involved. Um, and I find it weird that people are like, oh my God, like, like Joe King has two husbands. Like, A, no, he doesn't anymore. He has the one husband who's, uh, way younger than him. Um, and who's not either of the two husbands that he, he began with. Uh, and, be the relationship he had with those two first husbands. It was, it was quite sad in a way. I mean, I'm not trying to pity him and I'm not saying like, Oh, poor guy. Like I'm sure he had his fun, but I don't know. I was just like, I'd rather, I'd rather not have to use tigers and drugs to have a straight man marry me. That's where I'm going. But the vitriol and maybe uh, it's just that, uh, I don't know. That's the kind of thing I've seen more, but I do I have seen some positive messages about Carl. What, if not positive, you know, just trying to put it into a context, like, you know, um, the, the thing that is revealed in episode uh, three, I feel, I think is that she suspected of having killed her first husband. Uh, the first husband disappeared and you should watch the series to get more of the details. So it's, so if she did kill him, like, a hope that gets found out and she faces justice. But right now it's just people going like, just saying like, Oh yeah, she did. And I don't like that. And I don't like that. Then she's like constantly being called a bitch and constantly being like psychoanalyzed by these people, you know, this arm armchair, not even armchair, just people going like, Oh my God, you see her laugh. That's why people laugh when they lie. You know, like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I, I know she's answered uh, the claims on Tiger King. I haven't seen those videos. I don't even want to. Like, the series is over, and I just want to be over with those people. Uh, my God. I'm... It is kind of the thing you see with these people. It's like... It's like they're sucking all of the cool things out of these big cats, you know, like tigers and ligers and lions and leopards and and then other animals like elephants and monkeys and everything. And they're just sucking all of the the amazingness out of this these animals and then using that to to make people sleep sleep with them. I don't know, it's ugh. And I say right now, I'm not sure if I would be able, that's the kind of thing, right? It's like, you get told, do you want to pet a baby tiger? And you go, yes, I want to pet a baby tiger. Have you seen them? Um, oh my God. I, I just wonder, it makes me wonder.
what's what has to happen what is even the right thing to happen i don't know i'm i'm losing my mind here anywho it's almost been half an hour and that's kind of my goal for these uh for this podcast fandom of one the idea is you know like every friday i'm gonna not the idea the plan the plan the thing i'm gonna do i'm gonna do several things Fridays, I'm releasing Fandom of One and a Spanish podcast called Te con Martin. Uh, they're short podcasts. The other one's 15 minutes. This one's going to be around half an hour. Uh, unless you want more, then I'll make more. And I'm also writing for my blog. Uh, that's probably going to be in Spanish too. And releasing a fan uh, another podcast with a friend, which is going to be in Spanish. I do have a couple of English projects down the line. Uh, and I do have some English stand-up on my YouTube channel, Martin Leon Stand-Up, which you can watch and like and comment if you, uh, you know. Uh, do subscribe to this podcast, please. And any ideas you have to improve on it, please do let me know on my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Mentonadel, Facebook, Martin Leon Stand-Up. And the other thing, as I told you, is this is my project that I'm trying to make some money, like a little bit of money on. I know it's tough for everyone right now. Uh, so, like, if you can just share this with your people, with your friends, with people you might think would like it, uh, that's more than enough help. Believe me. But if you have uh, some uh, dollars or anything to spare, I am on PayPal. Uh, as paypal.me slash mintonarel. Uh, I'm on coffee too, as mintonarel. And I'm on Patreon right now, just very basic. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for help helping me. But I, I do want to do something for like higher tiers. I hope that, you know, after all this is over, I can, you know, move over some this to my stand this is also going to be my stand-up comedy thing so so yeah that's it i think i am gonna stop now because i need to edit this i need to find an intro music to this on my other spanish podcast because i'm they're going live tomorrow although you're listening to it today because time has no meaning uh thanks to a lot of things but also because of the virus going around So, yeah, and if there's anything you wish to recommend me to watch, do it on my social media. Uh, I always have the toughest time ending these things. So I'm just going to say goodbye. I hope you have a lovely week and we will be here together again next Friday. Bye.